So you know, this episode is part of a 10-ish message series commemorating the 10-year anniversary of when I first started my business back in the spring of 2013. Each message features a lesson or a story or something worth noting, a theme worth anchoring in from that particular year. Some are more life-focused, some are more business-focused, some cover lots of time, some cover very specific moments of time, and there's absolutely crossover because time travel is a thing in this retrospective mode where hindsight's 2023. Know that I would genuinely love to hear your feedback, any insights or questions that come up as you're listening, and I'm absolutely open to requests for future episodes to go deeper on any specifics that you'd love to hear more about. Just take a screenshot and tag me at Nikki Elledge Brown as you're listening, or hit the link in the comment box in the show notes and let me know. All right, here we go. Now, in the year 2014, I first launched my course, A Course About Copy. That's literally the name, A Course About Copy. I loved how literal (laughs) and clear it was. And I launched it live in February. Well, we closed the cart on Valentine's Day 2014. So I guess the launch actually started at the end of January. And it was exhilarating and completely exhausting and unsustainable AF. I was just all in. I was creating the videos live. I wanted to have a video series that I was emailing out. And I was like setting up a white background and lighting kit and stuff. And we were here in Texas and Jeremy, my husband, was in Connecticut And so we were here so we could be closer to be able to go visit him. So we're also like traveling. I remember recording one of the videos while it was, my laptop was perched on top of my suitcase. I have a picture of it on top of my suitcase in the bathroom slash closet of the Navy Lodge in Groton, Connecticut, because we were there visiting. And it was really fun because it was snowy. There was a lot. I have a lot of really sweet memories of that time, but also it was just not sustainable. I wasn't eating enough. I wasn't sleeping enough. I was just so engrossed in creating the course live and being so screeny, editing all the videos myself, the slides, everything. It was a lot and it was amazing and completely game-changing. I had a goal to make a hundred thousand in my first year of business and that's exactly what happened. It was a little past that and it was actually in the first 11 months and whether that's a lot or a little to you, it was absolutely game-changing to me. The idea of I'm creating this thing once, but 50 people in the founding class can benefit from it. Like 50 people can be part of this. 50 people paid me a thousand dollars. Like what is happening? You know, I had come from 2013 doing all these one-on-one sessions and trading time and like real-time sessions for money. And that in itself was game-changing, but this completely just blew the lid off of what was even possible. And I loved it. And also, like I said, I was just on a little bullet train to burnout in my first year. You know, I've been talking about burnout all this time because I just knew I can't continue on like this. You know, also there was a lot of mindset stuff because I had a very visible in my little tiny corner of the internet, a very visible launch and was talking about lessons learned and everything. And then I was triggering other people and then triggering other people was triggering me. And I just kind of wanted to turtle up you know, and I kind of did. I just quieted down. I had been very visible, but then I just, well, and there were some other things that I'm not, not ready to talk about yet on the internet that were going on also behind the scenes. And then like personally, physically, I actually experienced my first miscarriage a few months after that and ended up co-hosting an extremely profitable webinar with hundreds of attendees that next morning. And that's, that actual, that whole conversation around loss is, a few episodes from now that's I think we'll talk about that when we get to 2019 and I'll speak more to navigating loss while also growth you know with of actual humans and your business and all of that so that's for another episode 
but in the meantime, I'm just setting the stage that like I was going hard in the paint for that first year and plus of business. And it was showing in my bank account, but it was also showing in my spirit that it was like, I got this divine inspiration and I was like, okay, cool. God, thanks. I got it from here. And then once I saw what was possible, I was like, I got it. Go, 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 grow, grow. But I knew that wasn't sustainable. And by the time summer 2014 hit, we were about to head out to the Texas Hill Country for a week with my family. And I was like, I am not taking my laptop. And that was a revolutionary idea at the time to actually not take my laptop. And, you know, we'd have kind of spotty Wi-Fi, but it wasn't great Wi-Fi. But it was such a huge deal to me. And I've gone many weeks, if not months of my life, (laughs) in the last several years without my laptop. But at the time, that was such a huge deal. And so I coined the term laptopless, and I was actually searching my inbox for it the other day, wondering when did I first start talking about this concept of laptoplessness? And it was June of 2014. So we went and I had been planning on, you know, I had launched a course about copy live and then closed it. And then I was planning to relaunch it and kind of open it up for a grand opening in that summer. And then I would set it into an evergreen mode later in the fall. And I want to say I was planning to open it up at the end of June or the end of July, whatever it was, the week of laptoplessness in Kerrville, Texas, actually inspired me to just slow down a little bit. So Kerrville, Texas, you got the river, you got the baby goats, you got the baby deer, little piglets, lightning bugs, ping pong tables, dirt basketball courts. Like it was just a very sweet and slow week with my family and my school supplies because I didn't take my laptop, but I did take my spiral notebooks and my pens. And my mission that I chose to accept was to re-mind map my lessons for a course about copy because the first round was great. I had amazing testimonials. Founding members were awesome and they loved it. But I knew for me, my standard, I wanted to create a recipe so that there was continuity between each lesson. I wanted to apply the Pareto principle, the bare mini of what's the 20% they need for the 80% results so that it's literally the least that they need to know to be able to get the result and then put everything else in bonus videos so that they could just speed right on through and get to writing. And that's what I did. And I was so inspired by it, but then I needed to record it again. And I was like, how am I going to be inspired to record it again? And so I guess that could be, it's a whole other episode because I ended up feeling inspired to create a five-ish week launch experience in a Facebook group, call it a course about copy summer school. And that ended up being so fun and so inspiring. It actually created a whole new product that I wasn't planning to create called a course about copy prep school, um, which ended up then being its own income stream. Basically, okay, wh- whatever, I'll just tell you. So my friend Amber McHugh was doing these planathons for five days and I thought they were so fun to be part of as a participant and as a speaker, but I was like, I can't, I can't condense it all into five days and whatever. So let me try five-ish weeks. What happens if I do that? That was my first time. And I did this a few times over the years and it was great fun. And we had thousands of people in there. And I thought I knew what I was going to share in those weeks leading up to the launch of the course about copy. But then other plans, I asked, what do you want to know about? And then I had a whole curriculum that was inspired by people asking their questions or sharing their challenges in terms of communicating for their businesses. And I ended up recording a series of like four little lessons, five times four, so 20 videos, and then launched a course about copy, had 60 or 70 new members join. And then once I closed the group, people were sad that they couldn't access the other videos. I was like, well, what if we packaged it? So we called it a course about copy prep school, packaged those short two to four minute videos 
into its own product. And then they could apply that $199 towards their course about copy membership if they ever wanted to upgrade and join the full course. It was amazing. And it ended up becoming my first six-figure launch. Um, and I have absolutely no doubt that I wouldn't have had room capacity for the inspiration to even hear myself think or to be open to the divine downloads if I had just been sitting at my laptop plugged in for the entire summer, just trying to think, 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 force and make fetch happen. If I had been so screeny and feeling like I have to be in my office space, which I didn't have an office, so it was wherever, but basically my laptop was my office. And if I felt like I had to be connected to my laptop to be able to come up with ideas, none of this would have happened. And it was so ridiculous. This is 2014, six-figure launch. We ended up funding an entire school through Pencils of Promise because I was donating a huge portion of what I was making. And there's a whole conversation around that as well. Um, it was just wild. And so I am a huge fan. And what I want to anchor in for 2014 of taking a break, unplugging the Anne Lamott quote, almost everything will work if you unplug it for a few minutes, including you. Because starting on paper is still one of my favorite things. When I'm in a doc, like right now when I'm writing my Naptime Empires book, if I get into a doc too soon, I will just, you know, you think about spray insulation, I will spray all over the place and, and then, oh, shoot, now I'm 10,000 words into one chapter, but we have 15 chapters. Like, that's not, it's not going to work. And so I will consciously slow myself down, go back to paper and outline a few layers deeper. I love a mind map. I love some post-its. I love to just see it in physical ink form. And then whenever I can't help it. Hey, baby. Hang on. We've got some Easter basket stuff. Okay. And then when I just can't help it anymore, that's when I would hop back to the screen. And by that, I mean, if I notice that on paper, I'm starting to feel frustrated because I'm just unnecessarily, it feels like now I'm wasting my time to be writing it on paper. Then that's when I know it's time to take it back to the dock. And then, like I said, if I am in the dock and I'm in the screen and then things are just getting out of control and spiraling really fast, then I go back to paper. And it's like, what is the essence of what I'm actually trying to say? And there's a whole lot more that we can say about this, about going laptopless and, and you know, deleting apps. And there's like a whole other conversations, which I am writing about in the Naptime Empires book that's very meta, right? But I'm talking about our energy and how we're managing our brain with and all of that. But for this, for 2014, I wanted to anchor in that laptopless week that I spent in the Hill Country with my family, re-outlining a course about copy, creating mental space and quiet for a huge download of inspiration that ended up leading to my first six-figure launch which again, change the game and don't you worry because Ish is going to hit the fan in a couple of years. <laughs> it's not all rainbows and butterflies. Um, stay tuned for future episodes. But in the meantime, it was a very powerful practice. I still sus subscribe to, I still catch myself when I'm feeling too screeny and I'm like, why, 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 why am I sitting here? I used to dream of being able to be out and about in the world and not sitting in a cubicle at my job before the park service. You know, I used to dream of being able to move about the cabin and spend my day how I want to. So why now that it's up to me as a business owner, when I just choose to sit in front of my laptop all day, that's not what we were designed for. And it shows because when we step away and unplug, even if just for a little bit, that's when inspiration can flow in. So Hashtag laptop list. That's what I wanted to anchor in for 2014. 
Coming up next in 2015, Lucky Batch. I will be sharing and recapping the theme of expansion in business, expansion in personal life, expansion in visibility to the tune of a cameo on Orange is the New Black. It was a wild year. (laughs) I'll catch you in that one. Okay, technically that was the end of the episode, but since you're still here, one, I'd love to thank you for spending part of your day with me, and two, I'd love to ask you if you would take 30 seconds, maybe 60, to leave a rating and review in your podcast app before you tap out today. If you've already done that, it's amazing. Please send me a screenshot so I can thank you personally, and know that sharing this episode with a friend has the same magical powers, and I deeply appreciate both. Also, in case you're listening to the end to see if I ever actually introduce myself, hi! My name is Nikki Elledge Brown. I'm the host and author of Naptime Empires and this here on Her Terms podcast. You can find me around the internet at Nikki Elledge Brown in most places, but what you may appreciate most is actually over at onherterms.com. It's what I call the insider library. It's where you can get inside scoop, first listen rights, email updates every time there's a new episode, and then special insider only bonus content. It's all over in our private feed. Okay, that's a wrap for real. I'll meet you in the next episode.